What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Rip City Rundown podcast. We have got a lot to touch today because it's the last podcast uh, pre-deadline. Lots of Blazers rumors, no Blazers trades yet. Only a couple trades have gone gone through so far, including the big blockbuster for Kyrie. The big one, Kyrie. But, uh, the Blazers go two and two on the week. We actually forgot to do picks for the games last week. Um, so I'll, I'll, try, I'll try to... Yeah. I probably might have said that too, but different order of how we would have got that. I'll try to remember to do picks at the end, but if we don't, we don't. So um two and two week, are we happy with what we with how we were on court wise? I would say yes. I'd say yes. Um well I take it back. It depends on the game. Um if we're going off the most recent game, I would say I was not pleased with what I saw. But, I mean, when you go on a three-game trip, you go two and one with a win in Memphis. I think you take that every time. I think people were saying, and I would agree with the statement, that's probably our best win of the year so far is that Memphis win. Yep. Going into yeah. Memphis and beating the Grizzlies with going into a number of players. Yeah, okay. Is Jaw a... ja good in the West? I don't know, man. He's here. Fun fact, uh, the Grizzlies are have a losing record against Western Conference teams, so. I don't know if they are doing so good in the West. Well, I mean, I don't know. We, we beat we beat a good. We team. could we could we dedicate a, a whole podcast. Team. Yeah, we Grizzlies. could dedicate a whole podcast to John Moran and the Grizzlies. Yeah, that's. Did y'all see the thing with the Pacers? Yeah, I don't know that, if that's true or not, but I just what? saw it. What Supposedly, Jaw was like in a car that pointed a red laser at the Pacers bus, and they and people the are speculating Pacers it was because Jaw's like been talking like he's. Gangster, he's, he's a gangster, but you know, that's, or he's like, that's not he's like, to speak he's been talking, yeah, he, yeah, he's been talking like he's, he's from a nice family. I, let me just one word for jaw cringe. That's all I'm gonna say. The whole Grizzlies are, but that's why it felt so good that we beat them 42 10 like and the 8. Gri- from we don't, we're not, we're not, we're not talking about the Grizzlies. We'll save our opinions on the Grizzlies for our, for our opening episode of our other podcast. Facts, we'll save that. Anyway, yeah. let's run through the game recaps because I don't want to spend too much time on this because we have bigger fish to fry in this podcast. That is right. Let's, let's start. Let's go front. Let's go most recent to least recent because we'll probably remember what we saw recently. So Bucks game, uh, pretty ugly. I watched probably the first two, probably the first quarter and a half. We went down double digits and I said, I'm not watching this game until we get back to single digits because I had homework to do and stuff. I didn't watch the rest of the game. We can get back to the single digits. <laughs> No. Yep. Um, I think the stat for that game, 55 boards for the Bucks, 28 for the Blazers. They pretty much doubled us in that category. Which is I mean, obscene. what do you expect? The Bucks are the best team in the league, arguably, and they have the best perimeter defense in the league, and they locked us up. We shot pretty terribly. I mean, we were literally relying on Dame actually shooting half-court shots. Oh, that so was insane. Yeah, that was sick. If you guys I missed that, that shot live. I did Dame, too. I saw took, Dame took probably, I would say, the farthest, like, controlled non-buzzer beater rushed shot of his career probably and uh made it but that was crazy yeah i want to i think the biggest part of this game was like you said the rebounds and how we just got drilled by their bigs uh brooke lopez 27 Giannis 24 they combined for 51 points 22 rebounds on 69 percent shooting and that's the blazers defense in a nutshell that is that is how the blazers are are looking right now and again that that's because nurk's out and nurk being out really hurts so does it yeah it, okay. it, it does but we'll again we'll get into it with trade talks because obviously he's a big name but i mean unless we want to go ahead you want to talk about it we'll talk about let's nurk. talk about it i'm sorry <laughs> about it. 
and let's talk about it me and you were kind of talking about it earlier Wes. just how we were talking about it let's let's talk about it we've talked about we're talking about it how eubanks is we we feel like eubanks is playing for those listening i'm putting up the like quote unquote is playing better than nurk again i don't know how many times we need to preface this eubanks no one is saying eubanks is actually better than nurkic exactly we're saying eubanks is playing wildly better in comparison to expectations and how they should be playing. No it's, one is saying when we throw out these stats of how Eubanks has been better than Nurk, we're saying not saying Eubanks is the better player. He's been performing better in the minutes he's given. And obviously the Blazers aren't going to be a good yeah. inside threat when Nurk is out and we only have Eubanks. Yep. So yeah, it's like um, taking a victory lap that the oh Bucks had gosh. such a good inside game and how bad we needed Nurk. Congrats, because obviously we didn't need Nurk. Yeah, I mean, no one is saying that Eubanks is a better basketball player than Nurk. He's just outplaying him. There's a difference there. It's it's. Uh, I gave you the example, Cole. Um, for example, if uh, let's see, if Oregon State basketball mm-hmm. beat Duke basketball, the did Oregon State out. did Oregon State outplay Duke? Yes. Is Oregon State yes. a better team than Duke? No. No. Absolutely not. There's a difference, people. As and a I'm gonna, perfect analogy. Yes. And I'm going to go back to your uh, tweet, Cole, that you tweeted out. Of the 44 bigs to attempt at least 50 shots in the restricted area, Drew Eubanks ranks second in field goal percentage at 84%. On the other hand, Yusuf Nurkic ranks second worst in the league at the rim at 60%. Yeah. And, and I want to, and some response to these tweets, I, I'm, I'm keeping the receipts. One guy goes, just say you don't know ball. It's cool. What are you talking about, dog? Always throwing out his stats. You don't know ball because you just want to find stats that appease your opinion. Yeah, we're Change not. Change your opinion, buddy. And that yeah, tweet, my, especially, we're not giving an opinion, so. Well, let, let's just, at, at the end of the day, Cody, I'll ask you this first. Mm-hmm. Can you sit there with a straight face and say, the Blazers will win a championship with Yusuf Nurkic as our starting center? <laughs> As you can see from my laughing, uh, I can't say that with a straight face. Yeah, uh, my my dad was just we were talking about the Blazers, and he brought he was saying Nurk is a better finisher than Eubanks. I don't know what he was smoking that. I, I, and like I think we can. Well, like, never mind. He was smoking that Nurk pack. Wait, are you smoking the coal? No, I was gonna say you are in Oregon. So, what do you mean? Isn't it? Isn't like never mind. Yeah, okay. shut up. Yeah, Smoking's legal in Oregon. Oh, yeah, <laughs> bad joke, it. bad joke. Um, but bad I, joke. I like Eubanks is a better finisher. And oh my gosh, for those that are saying all oh, Eubanks does is dunk and lay and lay the ball up, that's the reason he's better. Uh, well, you're you're a sinner. That's kind of what you're meant to do. And Nurk can't lay the ball up, or doesn't lay the ball, doesn't dunk and can't lay but... the ball up. Nurk sets great Nurk sets great screens, which is true. He sets great screens. And in the right coverages, he's a good defender, aka drop coverage. But the NBA is now full of mobile, rangy, stretch the floor bigs. So Nurk, what do you if Nurk played last night, how how many points would Brooke Lopez have from three? Are you kidding me? Yeah, I don't know. It's I mean, what I mean, what if you how you many points Nurk, did Brooke have last night? Twenty seven. You put Nurk in the middle of Pacific Ocean, tell him to shoot a ball. He's hitting land somehow. I don't know how. But it is okay. he is such a second Bro. worst dude. Wait, what? God. Chill with the Nurk slander. I do not, he said fo- if he's I in not the, follow that. I said he's in the middle. middle of Pacific Ocean and said, <laughs> you know where I'm Shoot going. it in the water. He's missing that bad. <laughs> <laughs> 
Dude, he's second worst in the league. How? How? It's but he rebounds the ball. Dude. That's so annoying. Yeah, you know okay. what's crazy? Sorry, this is my last thing about it. Let me just find what I wanted to say. Do, 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 do. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what? Nothing. It's just nothing. It's an inside joke. Um, I said Yusuf Nurkic would not average a double-double this year. And people oh, and y'all and he's not because he's wow. he's averaging nine point four rebounds because he's wow, getting played sure. off the floor by Walker Kessler. Honestly, for how like much people throw in the fact that he's an elite rebounder, that's actually really surprised me that he's not averaging at least ten rebounds. Yeah. Okay. Look, we're not. This isn't a Nurk slander podcast. I'm just saying I am really annoyed at people who are ignoring the obvious, and that is like the reason why Nurk looks good in our team right now is because he's the only seven footer on the squad send Nurk out, bring in Mo Bamba, you people are going to be happy because it's some, it's a different look and Mo Bamba just does what Eubanks okay. does except for can shoot. Here we go. Here we go. Look, okay. I, I said this earlier, Wes. Again, we're, we keep saying we need to move on from Nurk and I think all three of us can, can agree that it's just, it's just time. It's not that there's a huge 100%. reason. It's just time. 100%. Similar to how when we brought Nurk in, we traded Mason Plumley, who was proven, he was average, and he was just like, he wasn't going to kill your team, and he wasn't going to make your team better. He's similar kinda, today. Similar, yeah, honestly, similar today. He's probably better today. Similar to Nurk right now. We traded Plumley for an unproven center that we believed could, in a new situation, take a leap. Nurk did exactly that. Nurkic wasn't some big-time center that was starting. He was coming off the bench behind Jokic. So Honestly, for example, props, props to the Nuggets for picking Jokic over Nurkic. That would have been an all-time sell job if they gave us Jokic. <laughs> and honestly, props to the Blazers for finding a guy that wasn't really doing a ton and bringing him in. And he was still a good. He he's been a good center for us over the last seven years. He's, so, as, are you as, making a comparison that Mo Bamba is that? Not not just Mo Bamba, uh, any center. Like okay, and he's not necessarily underrated. like just just isn't maybe getting his opportunity. Any he just comes um, yeah. in and has more of an opportunity. Quick side note: Did you see Obama get into that fight with Austin? Yeah, we need, we need some dogs on our team too. So that was take it. That, throwing some actual punches. I don't know how long he's suspended for, but that's what we like on our team. We we like some firepower. We like some we like Fire some firepower. Mental firepower mental. in the sense of throwing haymakers. I mean, seriously, that's what we need. We don't need these old thirty-five-year-olds with their kids. Like, yeah, let me just do my job. Come to work. Go to the gym. Play in the NBA. I feel that. No, no, no. <laughs> we want to get some people that. to temper. We want some temper. We need some raw so, tests. So, so by That's by that mean. by that logic, you want Dylan Brooks? Sure. Give him. Give me that. Give me. Give me meta, that. Wo- meta, meta world peace. Give me. Okay. Yeah. Those are the same people. Or honor testament won't be the same. Give me the Jailblazers again. Oh yeah, they are the same. Oh, the Jailblazers. Okay. Anyway, I'm on um, drugs, but uh, anyway. Okay. What? <laughs> What'd you say? What two of them got arrested for drugs? Oh. Yeah, I thought you said I'm on drugs. I was like, okay, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring this back to just the games real quick because I want to sh- obviously like newsflash shout out Damian Lillard. He won back to back Player of the Weeks. Didn't yes. win Player of the Month e- month even though he averaged like 34 in January, but he it. has 42. Uh, I think Jokic. He's averaging like a triple double, and they were better. Uh, Dame goes 42 against the Grizzlies. He had 40 against the Bulls. He had 29 and six against the Wizards, and also shout out in that Wizards game, Trendon Watford. Yes, athletic, uh, kind of athletic big that can shoot the ball. 
puts up 21 points. Good job by Watford, especially coming off. He had been kicked out of the rotation for the last probably three or four weeks. Finally gets his opportunity, comes in, and is honestly probably the reason why we win, along with that Anthony Simons stretch in the third quarter where he hit like five threes in a row. So Big Watford guy right watch. now. Yeah, that was that was a fun sure. game. Yeah, Watford played. Watford's ball. playing out of his mind. Four, it, know, forty points. Feel, yeah, and we lost. Yikes! How do you score? Uh, Dame scores forty, and you lose at home to the Bulls. That is some. Well, that was on the road. Brutal. Bulls road. game was on the road. Oh yeah, yeah. Bucks sorry, was back home. Yeah, Bucks was home. Um, I honestly, before so we can just stay on the topic of games before we get into again trade deadline talk. Let's just go ahead and look at the next week and give our give our predictions for the week. We are going to have four games before next podcast. So that's so insane. we're so who do we play? Because I'm going to write it down first Warriors? Golden State at home. These are all at home Golden State, OKC, Lakers, Washington. So isn't is Curry out? Curry Curry's out? Give me Curry's three out. and one. Three and one. No, uh, that's what that's up, what I would have said. That's what I would have said, you know, a month ago, two months ago, when you know we were a good team, but I'm expecting to go two and two at this point. Wait, wait, you know what's pretty cool though? Is LeBron if LeBron doesn't break the record tonight, since we're recording tonight, then he'll break it against Milwaukee first game as the scoring all time scoring leader. He'll he'll be in the Moda Center. So they'll probably like give him a tribute or something. Or just like oh, announce yeah. quick shout out LeBron about to pass Kareem in all time scoring. Okay, He's hold on, hold on. Twenty eight away. Hold up, back to the. Do Sorry. you guys because you we give individual each game? Do you think oh. we need the Warriors? Uh, yes. No. I say we lose to the Warriors. So actually, at home we beat the Warriors. Thunder. Yes. Yeah, we, we win. win. Yeah, I think we, we beat the Thunder. If we if we if we get swept by the Thunder, this, this Lakers. Game. Yeah. I'm gonna say we lose that game. I'm gonna say we lose that game. I'm gonna say we win that game. Nicole's and going four the, now. And the Wizards, I say we win that game. I'm gonna say we Cole's win. going four now. Yeah, four I now. say we win. Bold, Cole. Bold. Uh, I'll say we'll win. I say. Yeah. So right now, uh, we we had six games predicted. Um, we beat the Jazz that last week, right? Or two. That weeks. would be the Dame sixty piece, right? That was the Dame sixty piece, and then we lost to the Raptors, beat the Hawks. So yeah. I went one and two that week. So I'm two and four on on exact predictions. Wes, you went. You I'm said we were going three and zero oh when we went zero oh and three. I mean, it was three games we should have won. You said beat the Jazz. You're also two and four. Both weeks we've done it. You said we'll go three and zero. Oh. <laughs> and then Cody, hey, you were one right and at some two point. the first week, and then you went zero oh for three the next week. So you're one and five because you said we were going to beat the Raptors and lose the other two instead of. <laughs> uh, we're just keeping track now, but as if we go before this, I'm pretty good, guys. Okay. Hey, yeah. hey, do you, you remember? Sure. You remember? I was um, I was betting on the Blazers to start the year, and I was like five and zero to start the year because the Blazers were like undefeated. Mm-hmm. You remember the Blazers were four zero? What a world! Like, oh, the, the days, world. the days. days. That, okay. was like, that was a great couple weeks. That was sick. Span. Um, it, honestly, the season peaked when Josh Hart hit that game winner. That was so dope. Let's go to like Speaking eight and three. Qu- quickly on Josh Hart, what do you guys think? Let's he, he's, throw, he, he's throwing up some bricks. Oh. January. He's throwing up some. Yeah. Let's let's jump into Josh Hart. I think Josh Hart's a good uh, trade deadline transition to kick, trade kick, deadline. Kickstarter, um, yeah. because he's obviously the most likely person to go see the door. Sorry, that sounded weird. He's most likely person to get traded. Yeah, sound yeah. like that. Um, and that's not because of what 
how good of a player, how bad of a player he is, simply contract and how many years he has left and what we could get in return. You got to do it. And it would not, it would kind of make the CJ trade look kind of like eh, if you didn't get anything for Josh. Um, so you guys want to talk about possible trade partners for Josh or do you want to talk about his ugly ass shot right now? Let's talk about the ugly ass shot because I don't, he's not like actually that bad of a shooter. But when you look at the last month and a half, it is okay. I have stats here. Uh, Always January, the stat guy. Ja- stat ja- guy. January and February so far. Cody Stack. He shot a uh, 23% from three. Since uh, January. Full name? You dropped since, him the full name. Since 2023, he has shot 23% from three. And these are wide open looks. Um, yeah. I'm sorry, but I'm probably around there hitting those, hitting that percentage. And right. I am. Might give yourself too much there. Oh, not too much. All right. Well, I'm not in the NBA, but he, NBA, guy, NBA game. This guy 20, gets thousand fans watching. This guy gets paid that much. Yeah. And you got you got you better than that, bro. Um, but you know, if you look over the whole year, thirty percent. That's still low for probably what four out of your five. Well, can you can you tell me wide open? Can you tell me what he shot from three last year? Because uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's dropping four. If he's dropping forty-four, and he averaged like nineteen once he came to the Blazers, like I gotta assume he was higher than league average. So thirty-seven yeah, percent. Yeah, year. that's well, league average is like thirty-four. So like that's where I thought he would be coming into the season. Yeah, but... this is this is weird. So let me just read you his three-point percentage from. Let's start from his Lakers. Thirty-nine percent his rookie season. Then thirty-three, thirty-four. 32 31 then jumps to 37 when he was on portland 2021 okay so he's never necessarily been a good shooter but and now he's at a all career low 30 okay. flat uh, t- this might be wild but we always said like he should be on the bench because he would run the bench unit well because he is better handling the ball than spotting up and shooting do you think like him like you think it's a mental thing where he like thinks like i know i'm the weak point so like he feels more pressure on his shots because like especially at this point when they're leaving him literally wide open and he's getting like the russell westbrook treatment so i feel like if if we do in fact keep him i just think it's so unrealistic but like you just move him to the bench like if you're not gonna switch things up uh roster wise switch things up rotation wise do something do something wild yeah, you I, got I, nothing I, to lose. I 100% agree with that. Yeah, you have nothing to lose. I feel like the pressure is on a little bit with him. But, you know, you uh, it's a small sample size. You got to look at months and months at a time. At the end of the day, 30% is not, like, that bad. But It's pretty bad. It, okay, it's pretty bad, especially if you're wide open. You're wide yeah. open, dude. You're wide open. Dude. Come on. Hit your shots. Yeah. Um, he takes he takes a fair amount. He takes, like, two a game. Like, you got to make not one of them, but at least make, like, almost one of them. I don't know. If he could, If he could just go, like, because honestly, with the amount of looks he gets, he should be shooting five shots a game or five threes yeah. a game. Like, obviously, you don't want him to. If he was a good shooter, he would be shooting five shots a game. But if, like, if he could hit, like, just, like, one go like one or two for three slash four every game, like, I know that would put his percentage absurdly, but, like, I'm just, like, one for yeah. four, one for three per game. Um, but it seems yeah. like the Cavs are very interested in him. Mm-hmm. A return from that would be, like, Okoro. I, I saw some people saying Okoro and Jetty Osman, which would be very interesting. Okoro is literally just a younger Josh Hart. <laughs> Will play hard defense and can't shoot. But Jetty Osman, as we've seen in the past against the Blazers, can't shoot. So, so um, question there for, I think if that was the deal, 
you slot Nasir into the starting lineup and bring Okoro Osman off the bench. I get Okoro's been starting, but if you start Okoro to me, you're basically just replacing Josh with another guy who's going to get yeah. that same treatment in a way. I think yeah, you're definitely starting some form of a guy that can shoot the ball. Well, that would be half Probably had to be Nasir. Yeah. Um, that would yeah, be interesting. I also don't think Honestly, that would, I would take the, that. I don't think that, and I don't want to say that trade and like, if it's not possible, then like I'm spewing out false information. That was just two players that I saw like would possibly be the return. And I, I just feel like if we, I don't see us trading Josh Hart, if that's the only move we do, I could see us, our only move being like trading Keon and a second for a, a solid bench guy. But like, I don't think you're just trading one starter and that's the only move. Again, I could be wrong. And I know the Blazers are trying to make calls. It's going to be hard to deal Nurkic, even though they said they have one, they, they want to. Um, yep. And that's honestly probably why he's out until the All-Star break, because they were just definitely going to put him out until the trade deadline to try to avoid any major injury, like anything worse than just the calf strain he has. And then at that point, there's just a couple more days until the All-Star break. So, so you think Nurk would be playing right now if there was no deadline, no All-Star break? If it was Not just... necessarily be playing, but I don't think they would have immediately a day after said he's out until the All-Star break. I think he would be like day-to-day um, every day. So I don't know. You don't think Nurk is a blazer next week? I, I think he is. Not I think that it's more likely that, and this is obvious, but it's more likely like we just play out the season and really try to do the overhaul in the off season. I, mm-hmm. I just, I, I feel mean, like we're I in a tough situation be, because our guys we're trying to trade don't have trade value. Like we say Josh has trade value, but like it was much higher, obviously a month into the season than it is at this point. No, no he, no. he saw his trade value because no, of he that does. contract. Yeah. Like he's, he's we're going to trade him to contender. Yeah. And we're going to get like probably hopefully a, you know, one or two. It's either would probably be like a a guy who needs to change the scenery. I, I would. Sorry. You want to know who I wouldn't be surprised a week? What if we traded him to Phoenix and brought the Jay Crowder and something in return? That'd be cool. Because I saw we now, were. Now, if it was a one for home. one, if it was a one for one, I wouldn't. When, yeah. It wouldn't really move me. That's why I said like the little something. I again, I don't know what that could be. I don't know but... if that's like a, I'd, but I'd rather it be a player than a pick. Like, I'd rather Probably it be a same. like a player than a, like a second round pick. And um, I know that I've seen also personally. reports like the Blazers are probably gonna like really go down to the wire with these things. Um, like okay, do you think Sacramento want Josh Hart? Like, are they would, would Sacramento have the? I don't think Sacramento have wants the to notion to go all in. Agreed. I don't. Th- I. I Unless I don't think, they I don't think they're trading anything of significance. Yeah. Because like well, at this point, you're at like the three seed. Are. You haven't you're made the best the offense in the NBA. Like haven't made the playoffs. Yeah, they're not winning the title. Years. So they yeah, haven't like, like they're not trying to win a title. Anything. They just want to make the playoffs Bro, for the first they, time in twenty I get years it, or whatever. But like and they don't young, play so like, they don't play defense. But they play well, offense. And that's what we do. I get it, but that's what we do. They're just gonna do what we do. They're gonna sweep the first round. And that's all. Yeah. But like well, I get their and they're gonna learn from their mistake. So I think, yeah, I'm fine. They're I just think that mistake. they're. I feel like they're the Kings are decently deep. Honestly, like they could have yeah, some I, guys I'm, that could be a value to us. Like, of, of course, bro, I'm just saying from their point the of view, I doubt of they do anything. Yeah, I doubt they do either. They have PJ Dozier, bro. Since when do they have PJ Dozier? Okay, yeah. Sorry, um, dude. <laughs> you know who PJ Dozier is? A guy that He's was the reportedly guy. the reason we were going to 
make it go five games. <laughs> yeah, we don't talk about the series ever again. Um, what about the Nets? Dumb. Are they completely blowing up? You think we could scavenge anything from them as the? Yeah, I was, well, here, let's, like, just, let's just touch on it. Why not? Let's just there's talk about the biggest trade. Yeah, there's. Yeah, let's just talk about. Well, well, Kyrie I was going to say no. The Blazers, I think, the Blazers could probably start. They could look at the back end of that Nets rotation, try to get that Kevin Durant guy. That'd be cool. Okay, well, first of all, let me just say this: Kevin Durant is not coming to Portland. Okay, he wants to live in a good city, probably. No, just kidding. Every NBA player hates. Portland. No, you're, you're right. I mean, but he. But, I, you know, you know what's funny? Actually, I went to like two Kevin Durant games in my life in Moda Center. And he has actually talked crap to the fans about the city before. He, he does? I heard him in person. He was like, I'm not like that direct, but like like a fan was like, oh, you could we could have drafted you. And he's like, yeah, I, I don't know why you guys didn't do that. Or like something like that. Well, yeah. Like, it's just like, I don't think he's just going to come to Portland at the end of the day. He goes no, to but we, Brooklyn. He we goes have, to Golden State. He was drafted by have, OKC. Okay, course. he went to Brooklyn not because of. Brooklyn. He went to Brooklyn because of Kyrie and James Harden. Which, by the way, that trio has got to get on as an all-time fail. Yeah, uh, all-time fail. And gosh. Kyrie, Kyrie, how about this? Kyrie, 2013. I'm staying with Cleveland. This is my city. Kyrie, 2018. You know what? As long as you guys are nice to me, I have no plans on leaving. 2021. I'm not leaving my boy Kevin behind. I'm not leaving my boy Kevin behind. Or what year is yeah. it right now? Kyrie, 2023. He's gonna say the same thing about the Mavericks. And then okay, he's, he's not the staying only... with. I don't think that's a good fit at all. Who, who's I playing could, defense? Who's playing defense on Dallas? No, they're actually going to be probably the worst defense of all time for this three-month stretch. But, okay, but also, score. like... If we play Dallas, I think... Okay, I'm not going to say we're gonna, favorites, but we, we could easily win, I think. Over, under, 10 and a half shots for anyone not named Luka and, like, combined. Like, Luka yeah, and I don't, think, like I don't think it's a great fit either, but, like, I think Dallas was at that point where, like... They're desperate for a name, let's they, be yeah, honest. Yeah, they were. And like I genuinely don't think he'll stay because with all the, he's got, he wants to go to, he's the, going Lakers, to the Lakers man. in the offseason. The amount bro. of things he talked about Braun prior to getting traded and Braun had that interview where he was disappointed, which just like tough for Russell Westbrook. Cause like <laughs> he's disappointed. Dude, I'm not going to lie. If, if Kyrie signs with the Lakers in the offseason, um, LeBron might get his fifth chip. LeBron has 18, by the way, in the second quarter, he's going to get it tonight. Dude, he hasn't he hasn't sat yet. All his family's there. They like got a bunch of stuff for like his his little inner inner circle. Once this podcast is over, I'm going out to my living room and turning on that game because I want to see him break it. Once this is hey, over, eight, I'm gonna do some homework. Eight, Eighteen more points until he's the goat. I'm just kidding. We don't need to get into that right now. Um, Look at <laughs> Let's let's talk I'm about. I even get this. I don't know. Probably Disney World. Land, Florida, you. You never been to Disney World? I've never been to Disneyland. I've been to Florida, but I haven't been to Disney World. You go to Miami? Yeah, we don't talk about what happened there. Okay, question, guys. (laughs) Oh, wow. Yikes. Question, question. Give me your most ideal trade deadline, your trade deadline that just doesn't really move you, and it's just like, okay, fine, and your trade deadline that starts getting you pissed at Cronin. Okay, I'll start. I'm going to add a level of like, yo, this would be insane. The insane one is getting OG on Anobi without giving up a combination of three first round picks and or Shaden. If we can get OG for like two firsts and Keon, that'd be dope, which mm-hmm. obviously wouldn't happen. That's my like fantasy land one. Mm-hmm. My good trade deadline that I'd be very pleased with give me Vando, give me Mobamba, give me Hart and Nurk out. That would be good. Uh, my bleh. 
What's your blah? Let me hear your blah. That would be like a Josh Hart for Jay Crowder one for one. And Nurk stays. That's a blah. That's a, that's honestly like an Olshay type well, trade deadline. All right. If we're talking uh, fantasy, fantasy, fantasy. Kevin Durant. Hold on, hold on. And I'm assuming you're – Oh, the, the, bad, the bad, bad is nothing. Okay. Like we keep Josh Hart and he walks. Like Joe Cronin. I, pitchforks blazing, bro. I'd say – Whoa, pause. Pinch me if I was dreaming, dreaming, but if Kevin Durant was in a Blazers uniform. By any backs, means necessary. By any, any means necessary. That, that, would you trade Dame? Would you, would you trade no. Dame for Katie? No, but um, but if we like that, would, first of all, that wouldn't do anything. By the way, we, you're, he's still stuck with the same. Katie would just, Katie would see that and then request a trade, right? Yeah, as exactly. we But um, that would be fantasy land because if you put Dame and Katie together, yes, and then just like completely wipe the floor and oh, and the Dame can defense. win a championship, and we can finally put to rest those things of just like. Dame finally yeah, okay, getting to right, play right. with another All Star. Right, and then Dame happening. Daly can finally stop the account. Oh wait. <laughs> anyway, um, so that would be, ins- but that's not happening, obviously. Right. Um, I'd say actually ideal would be Hart and Nurk are gone. For I don't want to say specific names. You mentioned Mobama. I think that'd be a great addition. And Jared and Vanderbilt. Be, and I'd be very pleased with that Vanderbilt. Sure. And also just what Cole was saying before, just a rise upcoming rising center that could turn into the leap nerf did in whatever year that was 2016 2017 i don't know but um and then right. mad would mad would be if nerf or heart are still on the team and we receive just a mediocre player in return because that's not big moves that's not mortgaging our future off anything and then my my bleh is they both stay, nothing happens, or maybe like we trade Sharp or Anthony, like someone like that, because I don't want to do that. Fair. Would you trade? Would you trade? But if we're going for Kevin Durant, Sharp. Okay. Out. Would you Simon? Would you out? Would you trade? Would you trade Shade and Sharp? I would trade anybody on this and team with any future. I know, but Dan for Katie, or Kevin Durant. Okay, yes. yeah, I'm not talking about Katie because that's not happening. Would you trade okay. Sharp and a pick? Sharp and like a I don't know, Sharp and a pick for Siakam. Sharp yes, and a first yes, round yes, pick yes, for yes, Siakam. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, you got you got to do that, but that's kind of it's kind of pipe I, dream. I, I still feel like that wouldn't work. In the, no, no, I, of course I do that, bro. I'm an idiot. That would no, it's just that I don't know if Siakam would. Do you really think Siakam would fit perfectly with our team? Uh, he would. Think he, he he wouldn't fit perfectly, but if you're only giving up one player, then absolutely. But like, I mean, Jeremy can play the three. Yeah. And well, um, I didn't even mention OG in any of my things. Like that's obviously a guy we've been targeting. Okay, OG is such an odd player. I don't. Eight, I just. I don't know. Well, if for what well, Masai gets whatever he wants, apparently, but you know, if you have to, I don't think he does because he's not. I don't think OG will. I think OG will end up getting traded, and it won't be any more than two first round picks. And like, Kyrie requests trade to Blazers. I would end it all. Okay. We okay. Just because your requests don't mean he coming, bro. Um, here we go. People so, still think listen, Kyrie's listen, better than Dame. All right, okay, listen to this. So you know how I was saying, like the comparison to Nurk. Yeah. Um, Nurk and right in the games before he got traded to the Blazers was playing 17 minutes a game and was averaging just under eight points. Wait, wait, I wasn't oh, listening. Bump. Start over. So Nurk and the in his season prior to getting or he got traded to the Blazers and his games with the Nuggets, averaging 17 minutes a game and only 
a little under eight points. It's not like Nurk was some good guy at all. Bomb is averaging 17 minutes a game, just under eight points. And we traded Plumley, who was averaging 10 points, eight rebounds, and three assists. And Nurkic is obviously averaging a little more, but like we've already done this move. We've done this move before. I'm not again, I'm not saying it has to be Bomba. I'm just saying like And he has a banger song name after him. It'd just be perfect. And he throws hands. And he throws hands. And he has got some dogs. Biggest wingspan. He's probably top hundred wingspan in the world. And the main difference is Bomba shoots forty percent. Bomba shoots forty percent from three, and Nurk hadn't attempted a three in his career at that point, pretty much. No, but I'm what I think with the Blazers just if he's available for the right price, I think you have to do it because when is, I don't think the Blazers ever in their franchise history have ever had a big that can actually stretch the floor. Cause yeah. pre 2010, no bigs were shooting threes. Not so even, not even Ennis Cantor Freedom. Yeah, no, nice. And if we play the you Nuggets, Nurk, EKF. Robin Lopez, Plumley. Like Mo Bamba just provide a whole new dimension, bro. He'd actually make the court like, three dimensional. It's yeah. not like you need a great center to win. You need a center that fits. Robin Lopez in those year in that year he played, he fit. Yeah, it's just like the dynamic again. It's just probably just not working. It's or it isn't working. Not probably, it just isn't. No, it's just when Nurk. Nurk's a it's not like I hate good Nurk. player. I'm gonna he's root for him. Good, he's a good player. And he had like, a five by five game, age. which I know a lot of their fans love to bring up. The fact he had a five by five game against a ten win Kings team five years ago. And what Mobamba's like twenty four years old, and that's when we get it for Nurk when um, he's twenty four. But yeah, yeah. Someone's lagging. I don't know. It just happened. That was weird. It's probably me. I don't know. We're good now. I Can think, you hear me? Yeah, yeah, we are. We're good. We're good. All right. But I was just saying, like, Nurk's a really good player. Just, I think we just need a new dimension because people, teams know that when you know you come to play the Blazers, just Nurk's going to play drop coverage. He's going to, he's a good rim deterrent. He's a good rebounder. But like, you can walk in to pull up jumpers. You can walk in to pull up threes. And if Nurk comes to step out, then you can just, just go around him and he'll foul. So you just need a, a rangy athletic big who can shoot the ball. Yeah. And I think Mo Bamba does that really well. And he can guard Austin Rivers if you play him in the playoffs. Since Nurk is probably in. What team is he on? The Nuggets? Or was that Austin oh, Rivers? T Wolves. T Wolves. Austin sorry. Rivers. Yeah, he was on the Nuggets so when he, he was like this. He'll be in the playoffs. Yeah. I, okay, look. Nurk is probably not going to get traded. And, um, and when he doesn't get traded and he comes back, we're still going to root for him. We're going to just put to bed all the trade nerd because obviously we can't trade him and we're gonna hope we can get the best out of the situation mm-hmm. i just don't think it's not out of it's not out it's not because the blazers are stubborn and don't want to don't want to move on from him i can tell you that i can just tell you that right from the start nobody yeah. wants that fourth year that he has because no one wants four years of just mid-center play that's he's probably leaving his prime too he's what is he now 28 I mean, his prime was you know, three years ago, but so yeah, no, he 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 probably has okay. change of scenery. No one wants no, him. He, no one wants him, dude. And no, yeah, what you need is hopefully a change of scenery will help him. And no, you need yeah. teams that want to pivot from what from range athletic bigs like methodical big to like Toronto maybe. Like, I, I don't know why Toronto. Toronto I don't know why Nick Nurse would want that. 
You're trying to um, rebuild a team. You want to change if we could somehow... all your players are leaving and you want to trade for Nurk, who's gonna Oh my god, that would just dude, be... no, but could... no, Listen, but like man. fit wise, Nurk could be a decent center for people. Like, I don't know. For Toronto, no. Okay, fine, not Toronto, but like no, I see what you're saying though. If Toronto wants to change, if, I can't if, Toronto wants to, if Toronto wants to change their identity and have just a big center on the roster, just to have a big center on the roster, if we could, like some, if we could somehow, some way, go Hart, Nurk, and like two first round picks for OG, that would be the cream of the crop OG, uh, trade deadline because you're getting cream of the crop. Hey, 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 you, and you then know like why, trade you know Keon for like crop? a center. Now, you know why it's the cream of the crop? Two birds, one stone, bringing in a good player, too. It's the cream <laughs> of the crop because it's so unrealistic. <laughs> Bro, what like, if Corona just pulls off an absolute howitzer of a trade? What if Nurk, oh, for, Nurk for KD? Uh, like, straight uh, up? Oh, the, my the, gosh. The GM uh, they want, the, the, presses the, the wrong button. Nets want to do some salary dumps. Bring on Nurk. Nurk and the heart and a first for Ben Simmons and Claxton. No, I love that. I'm kidding, but yeah, there's a very fine line of teams that actually would probably want Nurk. Um, Charlotte, maybe Orlando, like low key. I know they have Wendell Carter, but is he a five? Like, is he's kind of undersized? Am I am I lagging? No, you're not. Cody was just like signaling to somebody to yeah. shut up so we yeah. before we end. Yeah, loud. Look, <laughs> I. I... I don't know who's out there available. It's it's gonna be a guy we haven't talked about once that we're gonna trade for. No, so, I I I think we're getting Jared Vanderbilt. I did see teams have offered him multiple second round picks. I did see the Blazers. Okay, the official. Okay, rumors, so Keon in a second. Keon in a second for Vanderbilt. Oh yeah, I'll do that because Keon, like, sure, Keon can be good, but like, he's just so down in the rotation that. Well, just G, 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 GP2 can play that role. Yeah. All right, here we go. I'm just going to scroll through all the Trailblazers rumors on this page. The Blazers were a part of multiple teams that have been linked to OG Ananobi in recent days. Um, the Blazers are going to – are obviously actively shopping Nurkic. They're looking into guys like Jay Crowder, Nerlens Noel, and Mo Bamba. Um, then we have the Cavs are expressing interest in Josh Hart. Obviously, we already said that. We had the Shams rumor about Vanderbilt. Um, it says, okay, here we go. The Jazz continue to tell inquiring front offices they value Conley, Beasley, and Vanderbilt as worth one first-round pick each. And Utah has discussed several frameworks that frameworks I would send Malika Beasley and Jared Vanderbilt to teams as a package deal, such as with Atlanta, Portland, and New York. That would be interesting. You get a guy that's a flamethrower, oh. three-point shooter, hey, and Vanderbilt. Would you, wait, who would you be sending back? Keon and um, uh, more than that. You would. That would definitely be like more than just. I think salary-wise, I think we would have to. Pro- that would. That would Hard? maybe be like hard for those two. Which I think I, would I can assure you with Walker Kessler in the fold, Utah don't want Nurk. They don't want Nurk. Mm-mm. You know, who could he is low- white though. Okay. That's you know a, that's who a joke. Key, it's a joke. You know, yeah, yeah. That's that's a big time joke. Cancel. You know who, we just got our channel. You know who down. low key could use Nurk? Who? Nobody. The no, I'm just going to say that. Like, like the Wizards? 
The Wizards, sure, would be interesting. You right. got Porzingis you, at the four, Nurk at the five. You just got to think of those teams that are just like maybe the Wolves. Like the Wolves like these in their center. Yeah, but but they still have we they still have we in Minnesota. Cats, <laughs> dude. The cat go bear or Nurk trio. Oh. <laughs> Hunting the West. Cat cats 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 playing the three. <laughs> it's freaking D'Lo, Ant, and just a, Anthony Russell, not Ant. Ant. Anthony Russell, Anthony Edwards, and Edwards. three seven-footers who are all gross. super mid. <laughs> oh, my God. That offense would be atrocious. No, Dude, I saw a clip of Rudy Gobert hitting just, just trying to shoot just a three. Ima- bro, Nurk, Nurk, would actually, Nurk would actually be a three and D. <laughs> Imagine the Nurk Gobert pick and roll. Oh, what? It's not even that funny. It is funny. It is funny. Uh, but I guess Washington, bro. Like, who would Washington be able to send back, Cole? I wonder how many first-round picks they would take for him. Well, if we could somehow somehow pick up a Kyle Kuzma, cause, but then we would have to pay him okay. in the offseason, okay. so maybe not. But nope. that would be like a center a center swap pickup, like Daniel Gafford or something. Ugh, gross. There's not – again – I you can't, have I can't say we're gonna. Line. I can't say we're gonna bring back Bradley Beal. It's no, again. That's what. That's Bradley what's making Beal. it so hard for for uh, Kern, and I just. I just know it is. You know, it just sucks. Like, if we Nurk got was, if, if go. that's oh like, my gosh, it makes me so mad. We made that video at the pool table about a year and two months ago, and it was such a joke video. But like looking back on it, we were so ahead of our time. Like. You had to trade Nurk when he was on the last year of his contract because that's the only way someone's going to take him on so they can just lose him in the offseason. No, I, I was going to say that. I feel like oh we've, gosh, we kind of we kind of were the trendsetters in a way of this, like, not Nurk hate because we're not hating on a player, but just, like, kind of just, like, breaking down Nurk as a player and, and like, actually – It does it's, suck because Because at Nurk, the beginning of the season – Shout out, Babo. Shut up, Babo. At the beginning of the season, I believed in Nurkic. I was like, he's looking good with Bosnia. He was dunking on Rudy Gobert. And I was like, Nurkic is going to have his best season since his leg break. And I've just been disappointed. So I don't want people to say, like, I've always been off the Nurk train. I've been off the Nurk train since I saw it, like, start this year, though. Since, like, it was just. Of course, we're going to root for him this year. But yeah, you were out. Yeah, I'm I'm rooting for him every time he's on the floor. You refer to anyone who's in the Blazers jersey. It's just um, stuff. It's a business stuff, stuff. at the end of the day, and you have to look at it in the future, and it's it's confusing, it's sad even. But okay, okay. even if even if Nurk goes, sure, I'll be happy. But part of me will really miss him, similar yeah, to CJ. Same. I wanted CJ yeah. to go. Exactly. Nurk's a big part of our team the last five years. I'll always, you know, remember him as the center throughout this time of my life. A Blazer fan, you know. But that's how that's how it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, final thing before we wrap up. Uh, some all-star news. Uh, first off, with Curry injured, could Dame become the all-star starter? And then also, Shane Sharp is not in the dunk contest anymore, <laughs> according to Casey Hall. So that just ruined my weekend. Dame is also yeah. going to be in the three-point contest, I saw. So I was yeah. I was actually really looking forward to it. Sharp in the dunk contest, Dame in the three-point contest, Dame in the actual game, possibly starting now. He should start. He absolutely should start. He's averaging like 30, what? They're almost 31 at this point. If Jaw mm-hmm. starts over him, I'm gonna be salty. Yeah, and honestly, too. even if Shea starts over him, I'll be super salty. So, but Dame's, any opinion on that? 
I don't know. I mean, he should for, start for Shaden Sharp. It's I don't know why. It's probably he just definitely doesn't want to. I think he mentioned like in the summer, like he wouldn't want to do the dunk contest. Yeah, I, th- like, I just think it's really weird. I mean, it's probably just because he's scared. I don't know. He's what nineteen, so I don't know. I, I bet it's not he's scared. I mean, I'm not saying it's it's not. I mean, why I'm else just... would it be? I don't know. Why would you not? I guess I don't know. And then Dame the three point contest, beautiful. He didn't he kind of like suck last time? Not suck. I don't know. He did kind of mid. He lost the three point contest to some no name players who are out of the league today. So hopefully he can like beat Curry and then everyone can well, Curry's come. Dame not, Curry's prime. Curry's hurt. Okay. Well, hopefully he can do amazing and then everyone will say Dame over Curry when it's not true, but it still feels good. Yeah, okay, all I'm gonna say again, I'm not going to, close. It's closer than you think, people. It's closer than you think. Yeah, he's referring to the Dame versus Curry comparison, but anyway, um, I'm taking Curry all day, but it's closer than you think. Yeah, I agree. Okay, but Shea right. is Shea is better. We'll wrap. <laughs> we'll wrap. Um, you know, we might do in a so-called emergency podcast if uh, if big trades go down or post trade deadline, we'll talk about that offline, just depending on how much happens, but. Just be on the lookout for that. And um, again, go follow the Instagram and Twitter because we're obviously super active right now with the trade deadline coming around. So got a four-game stretch this week. Trade deadline this week is probably the most important week of the Blazers season at this point. Just to kind of set a bar and set a trend on which way. Are we going to be going downhill or are we going up the rest of the season? So hope you enjoyed it. Make sure to subscribe and like, and we'll see you in the next podcast. Peace.